You won't find two bigger babies when they've got a cold or a broken heart. <laughs> this is Hunter and Kush. Oh, grow up. 92.5 Kickin' Country. Hunter and Kush take on the world, and the world is winning. Now, one of the things that we do is we rip on each other all the time. We are a white-hot mess. I haven't even told you some stories that happened from this past weekend. I'm, but not, a, I'm I'll, not a mess. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm waiting to do a podcast with him, and I'm holding this one because <laughs> when I say it, he will call me stupid. And he's <laughs> probably pretty much right in that assessment because I somehow function as an adult, but I don't think I do a very good job of it. And we're here with Jennifer Higley of wildflower counseling yes okay in mount pleasant yes. and we actually brought you in so we're going to have some fun on this podcast but we're also going to do a little serious stuff about it because everybody's kind of upside down with the rona as we call it this is basically another opportunity for hunter to bring in an expert that can fix his life yeah for free my, my, that's my, all he's doing right now he's got start the billing yeah all right I'll, how long the session how, how long's the session last usually, usually an hour okay so we'll be at this for about 20 minutes or so you charge him a third. Start the clock. That's, yeah. that's that's he did it with the lawyer. Yeah, I did it with the lawyer. Yeah, and he starts asking him questions about child support and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And the lawyer's like, "Why are you paying child support, Hunter?" And Hunter's like, "Uh, uh. no." And I'm like, "Bill Next. him." Yeah. <laughs> Next do you, question. Do you take Blue Cross Blue Shield? <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, perfect. Then we'll, yeah. we're on the clock right so, now. Another expert comes in to try to help Hunter for uh, free. Uh, okay. Or by the way, I'm not the only one that needs help over here. I'm cool. He acts like he doesn't need any help. He needs help. We all we all need help. Everyone can benefit from it. I mean, it's one of those can. things that, like, obviously I'm biased, but I mean, this is something that everyone can benefit from. I'm a big fan. This is the problem, Jennifer. See, I try to come in and I try to talk about my feelings because I feel like that's important. You got something going on in here. You need to talk to somebody about it. I talk to him. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I'll be like, dude, I'm like feeling a little anxious today. You're like, fine. Whatever. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, that's exactly what I get. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bad friend. He's a bad, <laughs> he's a horrible friend. And plus, I drink truly every once in a while. Okay. And so, do you drink truly? It, it happens. Yeah. yeah. Do, you ever, do you ever get all white girl on it? Where you, woo! I, I try to. Do you become refrain. the woo girl? I don't go that far. <laughs> I do. Yo, this is, that's your forte. Okay. Yeah, it might okay. be. And so, like, he'll rip on me about it, and I have all these unresolved, unrequited feelings that I can't share because I can't express them to my radio partner over here. It actually, it causes a lot of trouble. It yeah, really does. you got to have somewhere to go it, with It's no trouble for me to tell him to stop it. Yeah. All right, so right. that's easy. That's an easy bit for yeah. you to do. Look, yeah, <laughs> I don't do good. Look, I don't do well with that. When I need to be needed, that's where I just fall apart. Yeah. And you know what? We've been locked in this room doing this show <laughs> together, and all I need you to do is just listen to me every once in a while. Is it when it hurt? Would it hurt? This is why I'm here, you guys. Yeah, yeah, Calm yeah. Down. The listening part, I'm okay with li- kind of okay with the listening part. It's a lot stronger than my how I respond part. Let me give you an example. Okay, I'm ready. Kush, right. man, I'm not. I'm not sleeping, dude. Like last night, bro. I don't know, man. I came in and I had these whacked out dreams. It was like some weird Leonardo DiCaprio Inception type stuff. Things were all upside down, and you know, I've been divorced now for about two years, and I really like to meet a nice dude, girl. I dude, had myself. Dude, dude, dude. What? Have you tried drugs? See. That's like some Valium about. or something? See, this is what I'm talking <laughs> about, Valium. Jennifer. Well, listen, I believe in, you know, trying to get through things, you know, going into my feelings myself. And I would just like to meet a nice girl because I like Christmas and I'd like to take her to maybe, I don't know, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, into the mountains and stuff and have some kind of crazy good I love like affair because I watch The Notebook too much. I'd like the Orioles to win the World Series for five years in a row, but that's fantasy land. That's where we would be living if all this happened. Fantasy land. We live in the real land, See, real world, this is where the exactly Orioles suck. It's tough. 
where the Orioles yeah. suck and you ain't finding a chick. You know, damn it. Why don't you just listen? All right. So as, as much as that happens, I feel like this is happening in a lot of people's houses right now. Right. Right. Like people are just kind of like on the edge with everything. Yes. And I've always been kind of an anxious person. <laughs> is that did you just minimize a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Me or him? No, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I've been anxious. I have a lot of anxiety. Okay. Right? I've always had anxiety. You're not alone. Right. And I used to feel really bad about talking about it because you'd say, oh, I've got anxiety. And you'd get, I'm just playing, though. I feel for you, bro. Don't even give me a hug. Uh, so, but I mean. The Rona. Rona. I the, hugged you before. We you, hugged. Before the Rona? Yeah. We, we did. We did. We, we did hug pre-Rona. We, we don't even do ass out hug. Pre-Rona. Yeah, it was it was a it was the bro one because you know no male no, intimacy. I don't, ass out, I don't ass out hug when I you hug, ass I out hug. I do not. You do too, just I like my not. dad. <laughs> anyway, I'm in there. I poor Jennifer. This, is this what you deal with? You know what? This isn't too far away from <laughs> from the typical session. No, <laughs> this is great. This is why you're here, though. In all honesty, okay. So a we lot do want to help people. We really yes. do, and we're we're trying to use humor as a big thing. But let's just start with anxiety, okay? I, I had anxiety, or I have anxiety. Prior to this, I get in my own head a lot. I start getting into weird scenarios and stuff. But now I'm talking to friends who have never maybe had anxiety, right? never really had sleeping problems, and they're all upside down and stuff. So, like, what's going on is obviously external stuff, right? Right. So a lot of these uh, stressors that people are experiencing is situational, right? We have so much going on in our world right now. And if we think about it, honestly, the coronavirus is the definition of the unknown right now. Can we call it the Rona because I'm mad at it? That's fine. If you if you prefer that, the Rona. Yeah, I would like to call it the Rona. Hunter and I have done research. We found out our street cred goes way up when we call it the Rona. When we call it the Rona. All right. I'm not sure if my credibility goes up when I call it the Rona, but I'll, I'll do it anyway. All right. Your credibility. <laughs> Your credibility. This is not about you, Jennifer. This is about fixing this. Your credibility tank. As soon as you agreed to come into your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, no, fair enough. No, no, no. But okay, so but yes. because of the Rona... Yes, because of the Rona, it, it's like the definition of the unknown, if right. you think about it, right? The economy is unknown, health is unknown, the timeline is unknown. And I think that the unknown is what causes a lot of anxiety for people. If we knew all this would end on June 1st and it would all be normal afterwards, honestly, I think people would manage it pretty well because they knew that there was an end in sight. But right now, we don't have that clarity. And without that clarity, anxiety is spiking like crazy. Right. And and then you're 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 kind of in enclosed spaces. I mean, well, Kush, you though got kids at home and, and stuff like that. I mean, you've told me you just go home sometimes for the weekend and it can get a little tense every once in a while, right? Once in a while, yeah, because yeah. there's cuz like I have, I have a 19-year-old who was mm-hmm. going to school and now she's taking classes online yep. at the local junior college. But she's stuck at home and she's 19. Big picture she's handling it well, but there are times when she'll get snippy with me. Or she'll get snippy with my wife. And you know, she's not a snippy kid. She's a good kid. Mm-hmm. But just because she's so tired, I guess you just get so tired of seeing the same faces, hearing the same voices, saying the same things. Familiarity breeds contempt. That's I, true. I think That's even, true. even for family. That's a great endorsement for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm not. But okay, so you've got people going through this. I've got a lot of friends um, that are moms. Right. That are working that are at home with their husbands, who I don't think they really like that much anyway in the first place. And then they got the kids on top of it. They're trying to do the lesson plans. They're trying to keep on top of it. But holy cow, there's no mom time. What's your advice just for getting through this? Because some people maybe aren't able to reach out right now or want to reach out or don't know even where to start. So like be some things you tell people when you're going through all this. So the hardest part is that there's not a ton to do, Mm -hmm. but there's two main things that I usually actually recommend during this time. So one is focusing on what we actually can control, right? We just talked about the fact that we can control 
barely any of this. But if we can focus on what we can control, right? Like doing a fun activity with the kids or taking a break from the kids, that's in your control, right? So being able to focus on what you can do is going to be a big piece. What about guilt? Because I know a lot of friends of mine have like mom guilt, dad guilt. I don't want to have that beer or that glass of wine for myself. Take that time because I feel now I'm not being a good parent. That, that's a real thing too, right? And I, I would yeah. say drink it. If you oh, got yeah. it, drink it. <laughs> Well, when those kind of things come up, what I usually encourage is really consider not just what society might tell you that you're supposed to do, but really think about what is it that you need in this moment? Are you going to be a better parent if you actually get a half an hour break and you can come back and actually focus on them? Like there, there's a lot of times that, you know, society says be there, be present all the time. Okay, maybe we're there, but are we actually present? So you're in a, say, you know, you're in a marriage and you've reached this point where it seems like, you know, my, and this isn't unusual, I don't think, you tell me if I'm wrong. It's not unusual for moms to take care of 70. I just wanted to say it. (laughs) Wrong. 70 to 80% of the parenting because a lot of times the dads are working or I don't want to, I'm not trying to typecast here, but, but I am, I guess you're the mom. You're supposed to be the mom. How do you ask? My marriage is equal. We're 50, 50. We don't ask permission of each other. We talk about things. Right. You know, but some, I, I know in a lot of situations where it's almost like you have to ask, you shouldn't have to ask permission for your, to go do something by yourself for a half an hour and your husband can watch that. How do, how do you get through approach that? that? Especially if it's tense. That's another yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the big thing. And honestly, I think you just said it. We just need to keep communicating. I think it's when those marriages stop communicating or mm-hmm. any relationship, honestly, even if like you need your parents to help out with something, whatever it is. Um, I think knowing that just communicating and letting them know, like, this is what I need right now. It's not just a want. It's not a selfish should, like, you know, a selfish thing that you're doing to avoid your kids. It's much more of a, I'm trying to do the best I can and I need help right now. And mm-hmm. I think there's nothing, especially in these times, there's nothing shameful about asking for help. Do you think it's gotten, though, to a point, I think it has, where, and I, I'm terrible about this. I, it's one of my worst characteristics. I don't like asking for help. Shut up. I can see you laughing. I don't like asking for help. I'm like, there's a lot so many ways this place, this, this could go. Yeah, yeah, right. There's so many well, ways. I'm terrible at this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. What, what, <laughs> well, I wonder what it's no, on. Yeah, right. But I mean, like, sometimes I have a hard time asking for help. Right. And, and I feel like they're, just to your point, I think there's a lot of pressure. You are the stay-at-home mom. Right. In some cases, you have to be this example. And now you're a teacher. Yep. Now you're a psychologist, amateur psychologist. You're trying to be a wife or whatever. I mean, and I'm going to just put it on on women, men too. You're trying to be a dad and you're working. Your boss is calling you. You're trying to answer email. I mean, this is a lot of heavy shit to be dealing with. Pardon the language, but it is. 100% though. (laughs) I think it's one of those things. So there's a word that we often use, and it's very common in the English language, but it's actually full of like a lot of blame, guilt, and shame. That's the word should. I should be with my family more. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that. I should do this instead. Oh, I do that If you think time. about the use of the word should, we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's such a normalized thing in society. But every time we say that, to, whether it's to somebody else or to ourselves, we are sh- we are literally shaming ourselves in the process. I never so, even thought about that. That's true. So if I said, like, you shouldn't have done that, you're not like, oh, great. That's awesome. I'm so glad I did. I say that all the you time feel, to myself. You feel shitty. Yeah. You know, if someone, and if you talk to yourself and you're like, wow, I should have known better. And so a lot of times when it comes to how I quote unquote fix that, it's not so much, well, yes, please stop saying it. But in, in, in a way to stop saying it is, okay, if you said you shouldn't have done that, what else am I trying to say to you besides you shouldn't have done that? Am I trying to say like, I wish you would have heard me? Am I trying to say something else? Um, I remember I was sitting with one client once and 
we were going through this example and he was like, well, one that I always stick with is I should call my mom more often. And I sat there and I was like, okay, how would you change that so that we're not using the word should? And he looks at me literally like dumbfounded. Like, I, I don't know how to change the sentence. And I'm like, do you want to call your mom more often? And he looks at me and he says, no. And I'm like, this is a moment that like, maybe again, we're not trying to like shame him, but he's mm-hmm. going to, I'm like, what is it? And he sits there and he thinks about it. He goes, I feel obligated. To call my mom more often. Wow. Yeah. So it's honest also. Yeah. That's the other piece. Rather than just shaming, blaming, guilting ourselves, we're actually honest. So when this goes back, sorry, I kind of went on a tangent, but if no. this goes back to what you're saying about what parents are thinking during this hard time, if we're saying, I shouldn't have a beer, I shouldn't have time to myself, this should all be about my kids, is it just, I'm overwhelmed and I don't know where to prioritize? Like being honest with what's going on. If I have a beer, I'm bad. If I don't spend this time with my kids, I'm bad. Right. As opposed to, I'm going to get hammered. If I call My kids hun- are going to piss me off, and I'm going to give them a whack. And if I try to get Hunter as a side piece, I'm bad. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I, no, but, I, I should have Hunter as a side piece. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. I should have. But you know, it's funny that you say that. I do that a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. I always say, I shouldn't have done that. You should have come for a walk last night with me and Tight Pants Thomas. I'll be there this evening. I had See, other things to do. He has no problem with it. Sometimes, like, I don't want to do things. Right. Like, literally, and I will get so mad coming into work because I don't want to be, like, I don't want to do it. I'll, I'll give you an example. <laughs> He's so funny. I know. I, Can I give an example? Yes. <laughs> We're at lunch one day, and he wants to leave town. It's Friday. Yeah. So we get off of uh, 526 onto Clemens Ferry, and there's four cars backed up at the light. It's about 2 o'clock. Remember, we came back from lunch yeah, kind of late yeah, that day. Yeah. There's four cars backed up at the light. He's like, see, traffic's already backed up. I'm never going to get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, it's four cars. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. That's right. what's up. Here, give me another example. I hate wearing pants. I don't like pants. Oh, here we go. This is it. So, like, did you see the guy on Good Morning America the reporter? Yes. And he didn't. That was great. So they're talking to him on Good Morning America, and they pan down. He's not wearing pants. And he's just wearing his blazer and everything. And I'm like, that's how I want to live life. But we have a pants policy here at work. I hate it. I just want to go into my boss and be like, I hate pants. I don't want to wear pants. And I get mad about it. However, when we go out I in the winter. I shouldn't have to wear pants. When we go out. and so you it's don't want to wear pants. It's at least shorts, yeah. Okay. When we go out and it's the least bit chilly, he's wearing pants. I don't ever wear pants. I wear shorts if it's 32 Me too. Degree. If it's snowing out, I wear shorts. If I don't have to wear pants, because I hate pants. I hate pants too. But you don't hate them as much as so much that you won't wear them when, it, when it's forty degrees. You'll be out there in pants. Going, no, but I yeah, have to come in because it's a work policy. Why do you wear some shorts? I have to get cold because I don't. But see, that's what I was saying. Like I don't want. I don't want to come to work in pants. Can I come in shorts? No. Well, then, see, and then I don't ask the question. Right. And then I get mad about it. Yes. And then I get it builds up. Right. And it all builds <laughs> up. Like I don't want to have to watch Love Is Blind. I hate it. I don't say that stuff. Why not? I don't know. Why do people have this problem? Why do we, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I was brought up Catholic. Lots of guilt. That's <laughs> what it is. I'm not going to give a ring of endorsement for it right now. I was brought up Catholic. A lot of guilt in the house. Yeah. A lot of guilt in the house. Wow. I'm nodding. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. This is becoming incredibly uncomfortable right now. Because Jennifer is just looking, going. I have a question. Oh yeah. Jennifer. See, I'm comfortable with silence. That's a, that's. A See, skill, I'm not. So. I'm, I'm real uncomfortable. I'm not at all. <laughs> I, 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 like on car trips, I can drive four and a half hours to somebody, not say a word. There's people who just. I'm just like, I don't mind talking either. I don't mind having a conversation, but I'm just not going to make noise to fill space. I make noise to fill space. Yes, you do. That's also an anxious tendency. Just it, so it, you know. is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not diagnosing at this moment. No, but, no, I think yeah. we are. I will, I will say this though. His saving grace though, he's pretty funny. So when sometimes when he's filling space. You, you know, get that from my father. father. Like, my father does stuff, and he doesn't understand that it's funny, but we're all like, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
like my father trying to work the Zoom, most hilarious thing you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> it's hysterical. And then they have conversations on the Zoom, mm-hmm. and, and then we hear everything they're saying, but they don't know we're hearing everything they're saying. And my mom's like, I can't hear anything, Ed. It's like, shut up, gay. We're trying to do the Zoom. It's fine. Hunter, Hunter, so, you there? See, this is the thing. I am really, I, I'm, and I'm bringing this up, not just because I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, you can't see it, but Jennifer sits there and she goes, and just gives like affirmation. Mm. But then I'm like, she's a listener. She's listening. Well, again, I, I know gotta... I'm on a radio thing right now, but like at the same time, yeah, I listen a lot. And I... that's, that's because it's not about me at the end of the day. This whole counseling thing, my job right. as yeah. a therapist, it's never about me. That's it's true. not meant to be about me. Is it okay to hug your therapist or is that inappropriate? Yeah, you gotta have some boundaries. I've never hugged my therapist. I've given him a cool handshake. Pre-Rona. Yeah, pre-Rona. Pre-Rona. Pre-Rona fist bump. All right. Uh, well, I have, a, I, have a, I have a question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to circle back, though, when I was asking about asking, because yeah. you said that was a good answer, but now that when it comes to asking your partner for time, how you worded it, like you, you changed should have to the truth. Yeah. Right. How do you word that, though? Like if, yeah. you're, if you're the kind of person and you're the one in the relationship who feels like you're the, uh, how do you word it so it doesn't sound like you're asking for permission so they can shut you down? And why should you have to ask for permission? Well, you shouldn't. If you're that's, partners. Well, that's what partners. we said before. You shouldn't right. have yeah. to right. keep communicating. Right. But how, how exactly would you go about saying, asking that so it's not an ask. It's more of a, a kind, you're doing this for 30 minutes, I'm out. Right. So there's a couple, that's a good question, because there's a couple different pieces that are really important in mm-hmm. communication, especially if, like you said before, there's tension already in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's really important is, again, the way the sentence starts. Again, these seem like really small things. Mm-hmm. They make a big difference. If I said to you, you have to watch the kids, good luck, what are you going to be but pissed, right? right, right you're going right. to be like, don't tell me what to do, right? Mm-hmm. But if you say, I need some space. I need a few minutes. I'll be back in 10. You're being very open, being mm-hmm. honest. You're taking full responsibility for what you're feeling. You're not telling somebody else what to do, mm-hmm. but you're letting them know where you stand. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we want to be, because does that kind of answer your question a little bit? Yeah, I yeah think, very much. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that often, again, if we start saying you, 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 defenses go sky high. Right. People are going to be pissed and they're not going to want to hear anything else you have to say because mm-hmm. it's going to feel like they're putting a attack. corner. An attack. It feels exactly. like an attack. And we're on with uh, Jennifer Higley of Wildflower Counseling. And let's just take it to an, another situation because I've got three kids, believe it or not. I know. And they're smart. <laughs> they actually are smart. I don't know what happened to me. And then, um, Kush, you have three kids. Four. Oh, that's right. Four. Four daughters. Four daughters. But in some cases, you've got younger kids. Mm-hmm. And they're being kids, doing what normal kids do all the time. And the patience is starting to get a little thin. And sometimes kids don't have that actuality at this point because they are. They're just kids. So what happens when you start losing it with your kids? Let's just say your husband's not home or your wife's not home. And it's just you right now. Or you're a single mom and, you know, you're splitting, you know, you're splitting the kids. Mm-hmm. What about those times where now you're still going to work? You're still in the house. You still have the kids. you got to cook. you got to do all the things. How do you deal with it with, with just the kids and not... Losing it because I'm sure anger is a real thing and you don't really want to show your kids. You don't want to boil over. Interesting enough, communication-wise, it's almost identical. I think sometimes we <laughs> end up talking, not obviously we're talking about like a two-year-old, but like, yeah. you know, there's the baby talk that we sometimes have with, with children. Like we're trying to pad them. Like, no, do not swear at your kids. Do not. But if you can tell them, please play over here for five minutes. I need to get lunch ready. I can't do that if you keep bringing me assignments to do. I'll come help you as soon as I'm done. It's still direct. It's still straightforward. It doesn't leave the kid with mixed messages. You're being straightforward and honest with them. And then to piggyback off that, the other part of like not blowing your lid because you're just exhausted, 
when you have the time, when you have the chance, self-care at this time is so important. Go on a walk by yourself. Again, when your husband comes home or your, your significant other or if your mom can watch your kid, whatever the situation is, self-care, going on walks, watching TV, even just like anything that's just for you and makes you feel more relaxed, feels feel happier. Because mm-hmm. in the moment when you're with your kid, if you're pissed, you're pissed. I mean, that's, right. that's mm-hmm. not, but we don't need to show that to the kid. But again, by being direct and letting them know where things stand- Again, not by being mean, but yeah. by just being direct, that can help. Okay. Or you could even take a walk with your kids. Oh, you, you a lot of times, that's a great way for everybody to, to, bond. to uh, blow a steam, to bond. Energy. To, Get uh, energy yeah. out. All right, yeah. but let's just say the bad situation happened and you lost your shit with your kids. Okay. You just, you yelled at them. Maybe you, you know, they saw mom and dad fighting because there's no space now. And Maybe you and, reached for the flamethrower. Yeah, right. You know, a pot's been thrown at you, you know, or you know, sometimes that happens. What happens then when you are had that moment where maybe you're like, now you're embarrassed about the situation. You want to sit down and talk to your kid and say, look, mommy wasn't or dad wasn't in a good state of mind. Right. Didn't mean for you to hear that. Uh, right. That's not the way we should act. I'm, are those kind of the things? Because that happens, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. I think that... Everyone makes mistakes, right? This isn't something, no one's perfect, (laughs) right? right? Um, And it's one of those things that if the kids hear you get mad or if, you know, any mistake that we might make, I think being able to address it with the kid and letting them know, yep, I made a mistake. This is the, you don't necessarily go through the whole entire mistake you made, but saying this is the way I could have handled it. Do you have questions? Like giving the chance a kid to engage as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think especially if it is something that comes from maybe mom and dad fighting, the message needs to come from both people. As a united force, because especially if there's two parents involved, a kid gets very confused. If mom says one thing, dad says the other, then they're yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. The kid doesn't know where to turn. But if the parents can come as united force and be like, hey, maybe we don't even like each other right now, but this is for our kid. I can tell you this. As my kids got older, they learned who to go to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they learned it. Mine too. And let's talk about something else here. And again, we're on with uh, Jennifer Higley of Wildflower Counseling in Mount Pleasant. If they want to look you up. Wildflowercfc.com. Okay. So it stands for Wildflower Center for Counseling. Okay. Yep. And then if the, they need to reach out to you, what's the number? The The best number would be 843-597-9994. Okay. Let's talk about wacky dreams, disrupted sleep, because I've Here's had- Here's where you start billing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where you start billing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, some people this are- This is not for the show. This is for personal use. Some people, maybe on this show, were having a couple cocktails at night and then couldn't get to sleep, so maybe made the mistake of taking some melatonin, which you probably shouldn't do, but I've done that and I've had some wacky dreams. I know a lot of people have been having like weird dreams, disrupted sleep, waking up in the middle of the night, and can't calm down. Right. Uh, that, that's one of my big things. I'll, I'll pop up at 2.33 in the morning, and I'm just up for an hour, hour and a half just trying to get to bed. I'll try to take a walk. I'll do the whole breathing thing, go online and listen to some rain hit a roof. What? That's what I do. I know. You're lame. The rain and sounds of the ocean and stuff. But yeah. a lot of people are having disrupted sleep. Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and you're in the middle of a whale call? Yes. <laughs> you're answering? The- yes. <laughs> I'm like Spock in, yeah. in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I have all kinds of wacky dreams. Like just... Things that don't make sense or they're, they're incongruent. It's all whacked. So, And sometimes you feel like you're going crazy. And I've had a lot of nightmares, too, okay. like horrifying nightmares. It's not something I normally do. I mean, I've always kind of been a weird sleeper, but not to that level. How do you calm your brain? Yeah, what do you do to shut it up? Yeah. So the answer, I guess, maybe isn't that exciting because it's not that simple. I think it's one of those things that that is your body telling you that everything is just so disrupted right now that your subconscious 
is freaking out when you're sleeping. That's the most simplistic way to say it. But I can't shut it up, Jennifer. I can't shut the subconscious up. I need it to be quiet. It's- well, it takes work. I mean, there's obviously ways to get through it. And I think that a lot of it has to do with something that we call sleep hygiene. So essentially, it's just really good sleep routines. I think you've, you've probably heard of like... <laughs> Sleep hygiene. It's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> My sleep has dandruff. What do I do? No, just well, you know what? I don't know if the whales will help with that. Well, but what is sleep? So what is sleep yeah, hygiene? I'm, I'm so so essentially, it's something that I mock has what I don't to do understand. with yeah. <laughs> a lot of routines, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you guys have heard about like how like don't have the blue light of your phone before yeah. you go to bed, but just different routines. Huh. Knowing like okay, when you're going to sleep before bed. I mean, are you leaving the TV on all night? So you do wake up momentarily, but then all of a sudden the TV is really what jolts you up, right? Yeah. Or um, are you sleeping in a, in a setting where it's much too hot or much too cold or the actual environment as well as the routine that you do before you go to bed? Yeah. So it's all that. But then what if you wake up mm-hmm. and you can't calm down? Like you just can't get yourself to a center of relaxing again. I mean, I, I, that's the biggest problem I have right now. Yeah. going to be up for an hour or whatever. There's a lot of conflicting like research out there regarding that some people will say you know lay down to try to go back to sleep just kind of the the simplistic thing um some people will actually recommend getting out of bed doing something to keep yourself busy until the point that you go back to sleep because essentially the the point of that is we want your bed to be a place where you sleep not where you also eat your food and you watch tv Mm -hmm. and and other things happen what's up (laughs) (laughs) i've been single for two years ain't nothing happening in that bed to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the only thing happening in that bed. But hey, if there's uh, also some, you know, yeah. chicken wings, like yeah. maybe like eat them at the table. Yeah, eat them at the table, you savage kush. I don't probably do- eat. I never eat in bed. I can't eat in bed. I, can't I don't do it. it. I hate it. I hate, I hate finding crumbs in my bed. Yeah, I can't. I, my wife does. Andrea's. Uh, oh, she does? And I, yeah. Oh, and I'll, 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 I'll like gross. put my hand, hand under the pillow to go to sleep and I'll hit some crumbs. Yeah. I mean, it's not disgusting. It's not it's like disgusting. It's not food. That's but it's just, I, I just She shouldn't do that. She shouldn't do that. Look at the shame. She should Look at the shame. She should be shamed. Shame. I'm giving her a full on Game of Thrones walk of shame eating chocolate chip chips ahoy. Cupcake out of here, woman. Sane. Lunatic <laughs> asylum. No wonder I can't, I can't sleep. But, but, but that stuff's really real to people. So, oh, 100%. Um, what about breathing exercises? Sometimes, yeah. they, what do they say? Like, you know, five sec, three seconds in, six seconds out. Yeah, that- so there's there's a ton of different ones out there. One that yeah. I typically recommend is something called square breathing. Okay. Okay, so if you think about it, square, there's four sides. They're all equal, right? So you breathe in for three, pause for three, breathe out for three, pause for three. Hmm. Okay. So the, and just so you're, because you can't see her, she drew the square. She was the size of the squares. You, did yes. you know you did that? Oh, of course I do. Okay. Yes, that is my thing. Um, and so there's a few reasons why this is helpful. One is you're getting really even breaths, right? Because yeah. it's three, 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 and three. The second thing is, if needed, especially if you're feeling really heightened, you have something to kind of visualize. Just a square. It's something exciting. But that's kind of the point. You're counting to three. It's not good. It's not bad. But your thought, rather than being potentially saying oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, Mm -hmm. you're thinking one, two, three. Instead of continuing the panic, you're actually just counting. Right. What if your favorite shape is a hypotenuse? That's not a shape, you bozo. It's a line. (laughs) God. Please don't talk about math. (laughs) Geometry, okay? I'll do that. What if your favorite shape is a hypotenuse? Let's keep it with squares. (laughs) Please, yes, let's. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I'm sorry. That, I actually made myself laugh. On that one. <laughs> wow. That might be something wow. for my wife because Andrea will wake up in the middle of the no, night. Right. And she, 
she has in her brain, if I wake up, there's no way I'm getting back to sleep. Okay. And so it's, yeah, it's, I almost, do it's self-fulfilling. Well, I was going to say, that's exactly, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy at right. that point. And so when I start to snore, and I can really amp it up, um, if she doesn't get back to sleep right away after she punches me in the face, yeah. um, she could be up for a while. Right. Yeah. And then my snoring gets even more irritating, and the self-fulfilling prophecy takes over, she can't get back to sleep. I've mentioned that to her before. I said, well, you know, as soon as you wake <laughs> up, panic sets in. Of course. That she's not going to be able, that you're not going to be be able to fall back to sleep you should have a plan before that happens. and she goes i do have a plan my plan is stuffing my fist in your mouth or sending you out to the couch we're kidding can i say parallelogram because i really want to go ahead say it <laughs> parallelogram nice anyway that's my safe word <laughs> <laughs> no but no I, I have the same problem that andrea has like okay. i'll get up and i'll do the same thing i'll be like okay it's five o'clock i gotta be up at 7 30 then work's happening i've mm-hmm. tried the journaling thing where you yep. you know put the journal there at the end of the night and try not to check the phone <laughs> your journal have little flowers on it see that's shaming that's shaming <laughs> see that's also shame we don't shame we don't shame happy place okay. yeah you i should never have told you that journal that's cool man <laughs> i bet you have a pretty journal <laughs> but i do think if what you're doing when trying to fall back to sleep yeah. is again more neutral again mm-hmm. if you also put on the tv you're gonna be engaged mm-hmm. you're not gonna fall back asleep very easily then but if you're doing something like deep breathing or journaling or reading a book because sometimes that'll put people to sleep right it's, it's it's soothing in in a regard you know so i think it's it's the activities that you choose to do um you know whether it's like going getting hot tea because it's warm and you know there's yeah. just different things to be aware of and not obviously again it's simple stuff but don't go get a mint a mint like will wake you up mm-hmm. if you think about it because right. it will wake up your senses. We're trying to soothe you. We're not trying to wake you up. How about some cocoa? <laughs> cocoa sounds delicious. Hey, if that'll do it. Or I some tried milk. I tried doing yoga, but then my butt falls asleep. <laughs> He's always laughing at me. What's that mean? He's always what laughing. Your butt falls I just imagine. I don't know. I get t- like I start trying to. I guess with yoga, I want to have this like existential experience where you know I meet the light or something like that, and then my butt usually falls asleep because I'm like in the weird position. I don't <laughs> I know. I feel myself whatever. Climb the hypotenuse. Regretful Try. lotus flower, whatever that pose is. Mm. That thing. What color are your yoga pants? See, that's hurtful. Can we address that? What he, color are they? That's can, can we can we address the hurt? How's that hurtful? I'm asking you know, a question. It, I'm taking an interest. That's my subconscious constantly I'm taking an saying interest. that, you know, I would wear yoga pants and then I'm less of a man because I did yoga. You're not less of a man for doing yoga. I just want to know what, you're, you're less of a man if you have like flower yoga pants. So what's your, what color are they? You know what? <laughs> I do naked yoga. That's what I do. There we go. Uh, we are here with Jennifer Higley of Wildflower Counseling in Mount Pleasant. Now I'm going to ask one, one more question before we let you go. A lot of people, was it like, 80% of people are drinking now or never like the liquor companies are like, so, I mean, it's, it's very, people are trying to do that to wind down and yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I know when you drink late, it also disrupts sleep and stuff like yep. that. I think we're seeing a lot more cases where people are literally day drinking and things like that. What about dealing with all that stuff? Because I need something to take the edge off at the end of the day. I don't know about you. A drink, a glass of wine, mm-hmm. a, a beer, something. Yeah, but there's a difference between having a drink, <clears throat> like your, your nightly Cap. Cactail. Cactail. Okay, Cactail. let me let me put it into real terms. I can kill a bottle of two buck chuck. No problem. Yeah. But then, I think like, like you're no talking about problem. Though, you're talking about the people that are drinking more than they used to. It's the right. people, yeah, yeah. It's the people that go like, you know, three nights a week, I'll have myself a, a, a crown. Right. You know, a double shot of crown rocks, just sip on it while I'm watching TV. But then it's the it's the people that now are having three and four, three and four doubles starting at three PM 
What are some of the things you do to not make that a habit? Well, I think what's really hard, especially during these times, is people are like, well, what else am I going to do? Yeah. That's what people fall into. And it becomes an easy, honestly, it's a justification, right? Because That's, that's been my attitude about drinking for the last 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I going to do? I mean, it makes sense. Plus, I'm a blast I when I'm drunk. I can do that and drink. I, you, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things, though, that we can justify anything in our life if we want to, right? But if we sit there and we say, like, hey... Okay, again, moderation's fine. I'm not saying you don't have to drink at all mm-hmm. because you're if you're an adult, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. do your thing. But at the same time, it goes back to self-care because honestly, that's not caring for yourself if you're constantly intoxicated, if you're probably feeling pretty horrible the next day. And then it's one of those things that it just comes down to, okay, if that's something that you're doing to fill time, there are other things to fill time. There are people who are streaming exercise classes or you could take up a hobby. Like that sounds so cheesy, but it's, it's true. But it's true. I mean, it, it does sound cheesy. But again, what are you benefiting from day drinking all day, every day? Like, what do you get out of it? And if you're actually saying like, oh, that's how I'm meeting friends. OK, then maybe we have some other levels of anxiety <laughs> going on. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it's just. If we think about why, if it's just I'm bored, okay, well, there's other ways to fill time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just obviously- It's hard to be truthful with yourself like that, though, sometimes. Oh, like you're, I mean, really. I no, mean, to sit is. there and go, I'll be honest, I like the buzz. A couple of glasses okay. in, I like that little buzz that I get. There's been so much stress, it just kind of takes away. And usually okay. I'll do like a walk or something like that, but I'm negating everything that I just did because- and I'm cranking down two buck chuck. Two right, buck the- chuck available now at Trader <laughs> Joe's. But then that does bring up the question, <laughs> if, that, if you need that buzz, what are you coping with? Stress. Right, but that's where we come in. Like you need oh. to you need to have a place to have an outlet. Making a lot of fun of this, but I think sometimes too you want to go talk to a friend mm-hmm. or you want to talk to your loved one. But sometimes they're just like, I got my own thing going on, hundred percent, and I, I cannot listen time. to you. I'm good time friend. Yeah, he's good time friend. Yeah. Right. But you do have those friends. I mean, I have a friend. You know, every once in a while, if I'm having a bad day, and I'll, then you realize you're unloading on that person, and maybe unfairly, and that affects them right. as well as affecting you. So um, that's why you guys come in, and and I know. When you look at your website, you can look at different specialists to kind of talk about maybe what you're going through. Right. Things like that. Yeah. So it is nice. So we do have multiple therapists who work at the um, practice. And so because of that, people have different specialties, different uh, modalities of like how they work with people. Um, We'll actually see clients as young as five. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there's really not an age cap. I mean, anyone can come in. It's just one of those things that one thing that I've noticed with therapy, if you don't mesh with the person you're talking to, no matter how many degrees they may have, it still might not work because you have to trust them. Therapy is so much about trust. And if that's not there, then it's only gonna be so good. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, you know, I've obviously been very conscientious when hiring everybody of making sure these are people that I trust. In turn, I hope that everyone who comes in can be able to find a good fit as well. Because you can't hire, just hire a bunch of people that do what, exactly what you do because then you have no, there's no variety. Exactly. There's no, you know, your, your, your office becomes a one-trick pony. Right. Like, I don't need five of me. Right. That doesn't benefit the community. I know, like one time my wife and I, you know, we, we've, we've been to counseling a couple times in our marriage. I've been married 24 and a half years. So, you know, just, and for tune-ups, you yep. know, we weren't going to leave each other. We weren't having major problems, but there were some kinks, yep. some chinks. And I like remember- 50 Shades of Grey kinks? Yeah. <laughs> That's not for this podcast. Our third there, it took us th- three tries to find somebody. The third try we found somebody. And and the cool thing was, and if if you're listening to this and you're thinking about going to therapy, the other two didn't mind when we told them, you know what, we don't, this isn't, and they weren't offended. They weren't like, well, you just wasted, you know, yep. you know, make sure that last, you know, give me that visa for that last appointment. They were like, great. They were great about it. And then the next time we went, I think we went another time too. And we kind of knew what we were looking for and we found somebody, you know, right away. But that's a good therapist. 
I had two therapists that told me and my ex, yeah, you guys should separate. It's just not good. <laughs> yeah, we could, we, we couldn't get through it. And, and, and that was really tough. And it was a communication piece, which okay. was the biggest part. What about people that are alone? At this point, maybe right. they don't have family. Yep. Uh, maybe yeah. they moved here. Ugh. And this is one of the things that is because I moved here and I don't have any family here. My kids are kind of spread out all over the place. I mean, I come to work and I have friends that I work with. But, you know, you do spend a lot of time alone. How do you deal with that type of thing? Because the loneliness really can creep in. And for me, my worst day was always Sunday because Sunday was a day I would make stuff for the kids and then we do stuff for the kids. And then all of a sudden after I got divorced, that stuff was gone. And here I am by myself trying to learn to live with myself. What about people that are feeling that loneliness and maybe don't know, have anybody to turn to and you get those voices that just kind of creep up on you? Because when you're by yourself for a long time, you'll have some conversations yep. with yourself for sure. Um, I think that that is incredibly hard. And again, especially during this time, I feel like this this pandemic brings up so many just presenting concerns because again, if this person, this individual used to have work as a socialization piece, even if they weren't talking all the time, but they weren't alone. Mm -hmm. Right. And feeling alone is one of those pieces that we can get in our head and, and make the messages very, very negative. Um, that those are times when, yes, again, we want to be able to meet more people, but again, right now <laughs> right. we have restrictions. It's not a good time for Tinder kids. No, I really recommend, you know, honestly, it's anywhere, but being able to reach out and know that there are therapists who are, like really care. Like I think that's one of those things that yes, it's a job. Yes, I do get paid for what I do, but I'm not there because I get paid. I'm there because I love what I do. And I there are other people like out there like that too who work and really want to make sure that that person's okay. So that person who feels alone, the intent or the hope is that through coming to counseling, not only are they just working on themselves, all that sort of stuff, that they know they're actually not alone. There is someone, and there are other people too, obviously, who care about them, mm -hmm. but they can have that interaction. And especially now, since we're doing telehealth, they're still face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. um, it's through video chat, but we're still having contact with people. We're still having engagement every week. So uh, I, think I think that's that helps. important because, you know, you do hear a lot of things about even, you know, older folks that now they you can't go to the nursing home and oh. see them. And I'm a big believer believer if there's somebody that you know that maybe is having a tough time if you zoom them or facetime them or you know anything like that send them a funny meme i, I think it's more important that we actually reach out to people more than ever and especially yep. there's two sides of that there's the people that are alone and then there's the people that you know are trying to help those people that are alone as well and especially I, the older people thing bothers me so much just because i can't imagine just you know not being able to get out of where you're living and you're just kind of sitting in the same room all day. That's, that's heavy. Yeah. yeah Engagement really cool. is key. I don't know. You have anything else there? Push. Nope. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. You don't want to delve deep into your psyche. Nope. No, no, nope. no Freudian stuff. It's okay. He'll call later. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll definitely call you out. Um, <laughs> Jennifer, it's wonderful having you here. <laughs> yeah, and of course, uh, yeah. Thanks for putting up with us. Yeah. Play the, <laughs> and I, I hope somebody learned something from this. Maybe not. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but once again, give me all the information. If people want to reach out and touch, talk to you and one of your therapists and how to get in touch with you guys. So again, we're a wildflower center for counseling. We're based in Mount Pleasant near the Ravenel bridge. Phone number is 843-597-9994. And you can also do teleconference, so you can yep. reach out that way and start doing that. Uh, coverage, of course, you're covered by... Uh, so insurances are um, are covering uh, telehealth counseling at this time. Um, some of the insurances that we're paneled with are Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna, and United Healthcare. Okay, and that is a good thing, because I don't know if a lot of people know that, too, is yeah. that they think, oh, I can't go get counseling, yeah. because, I don't know, a counseling session costs, you know, 80 bucks whatever. or 50 mm -hmm. bucks or whatever. Yeah. So if I you can't my do finger that. off, I'm covered. Yeah, right, right, right. But it's my brain I need help with. Oh, no, no, we don't care about your brain. Yeah. Hey, let's just get 
get you some more medicine. Yeah, You'll be fine. we'll just take it, rip but, your heart out of your chest. But you can't do that then, right? Yes, yeah, yes. so we do We do work with different insurances. Some um, new providers are still in the process of getting paneled with certain insurances, but across the board, the practice as a whole, yes, we take insurances. And before we let you go, if you're looking for a therapist, what are some things that you need to look at inside? Because you were just saying, I've got to you know, find the right fit. Mm-hmm. I guess that takes a lot of honesty with yourself as well. So what would be some tips that you would give if you're looking for somebody to talk to, whether it's a marriage counseling situation, just personal, something for your kids? I guess they're all different different segments of that. But. Well, there, yeah, there's all different segments. Um, what's kind of cool is that some of my therapists are like art therapists or play therapists for more kids because some younger kids can't just sit there and <laughs> talk for an yeah, hour and be, <laughs> be therapeutic. <laughs> so there are different modalities like that, that especially for kids, if someone's more of just a talk therapist, which is more what I do, I don't work as well with five-year-olds because they don't want to just sit there and talk with me. But one of my other clinicians, again, who does play therapy, art therapy, wonderful with kids. Um, I think just really looking at people's specialties is important, knowing what's, again, important to you in the sense of, you know, honestly, do you want a male or female provider? Do you want someone who is closer to your age so you can relate to them? Do you want someone who's been in the field for a long time? Um, All those things are really important. And to be honest, with the bios from my clinicians on my website, I've had them write kind of more, I don't know if personalized is the right word, but trying to be more just personality into their bios. More relatable. More relatable yeah. mm-hmm. than just this is where I went to school. Because if we're being honest, no one cares where I went to school. Right. Right? People care who I am because it's about the engagement. The same with my clinicians. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even on our website, we've tried just to have more personality into it. So even just reading people's bios and seeing, are they someone you want to talk to? And here's something I looked at because I've, I've, I've done it too. It's like, do I need something fixed or do I just need somebody to listen to me? Those are two very different yeah. things. So. Can we have coloring books if we come? We, can we color with you? The funny thing is, like, actually, yes, you yeah. can. <laughs> I want to color. That okay, well, fun. we have color pencils or markers or crayons. Don't give any more. Are they the markers that smell? Are they the, like, the scented markers? Because those are I've, fun. I've oh, taken Jesus. those out. Oh, you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give Hunter scented markers or any more than 16 Crayolas because it overwhelms him and he freezes. Purple's my favorite. Um, <laughs> by the way, real quick, if you had to just do a quick Cliff's Notes oh, analyzation of what's going on right here. <laughs> just to Cliff's notes, just like a couple things, maybe off the top of the thing. Just Four sentences. Rattling off, you know, like. As of like individuals or as like a, a pair? As a, sure, both, whatever you feel. I don't know. Just, yeah, you can't hurt her feelings. Yeah, we can't hurt no, her feelings. No, I mean, I, I mean, you'll hurt mine. Mine will hurt <laughs> well, later. Yeah, don't I'll be sitting at home like, she did mean that. I like, shouldn't <laughs> have said that. <laughs> She's <laughs> right. She's right. She's right. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, she was just kidding. No, she yeah, wasn't. No, she wasn't. No, Jennifer wasn't. She knows. She got me. I'll brush it off and go home by Never. myself and cry. I shouldn't have opened myself up to this. <laughs> so honestly, if I'm just being like honest, a yeah, big no, thing please. is obviously humor is like, your coping skills. I feel like, again, this is a stressful time for everyone. Mm -hmm. I don't doubt that it's stressful for both of you. Mm -hmm. I know that whether we're not sleeping well or anything else, humor is a coping skill and it seems like the two of you use that. And honestly, I don't know if this is true because I'm just here for the day, but um, just the banter you guys have, it's pretty cute. Good friends, I can tell. So cute, cute, cute. Oh, come on! Yeah, (laughs) I thought she was gonna say like bros. I know, (laughs) like manly stuff, dude. You guys are like, oh, tight. I think you'd be concerned if that came out of my mouth as well, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because it'd get too close. Yeah, because you know what? When we go, when we used to go to movies together, because we did, he'd always do the seat between us. I'd be like, what are you doing with the seat between us? It's like we're not together. It's just a seat. Like, I can sit next to you. I'm comfortable enough. I'm a man. I'll sit on your lap. I don't care. Sometimes I don't care, but I like boundaries. Boundaries are fine. Yeah, I know. I know. I like breaking boundaries down. He does. <laughs> this is why you're good 
bro-like pair. If there's four of us, thank you. If there, <laughs> like if there's four of us, I don't expect us to take up eight seats. So, but if there's only two of us, we could take up three seats. Before we take, before we go, who should book an appointment with you immediately? It's okay. You could say it. That's okay, Hunter. <laughs> I'll give you my card. Yeah, I need, I need a card. <laughs> that's why Hunter and Kush are taking on the world, and that's why the world is winning. I have issues of abandonment. But I feel like we've got somebody in our corner now that can help us. Yes, we do. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming in. You're an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. I, I will bring you in again, actually. I'd like to bring you in more as this goes on, because I'm sure this ain't going to be done in one session, right? It take, it's a process. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And, and and for everybody else, too. And if you, seriously, all kidding aside, if you do have somebody that you need to talk to, please reach out to you guys. And there are people who will give you the help that you need, for sure. 100%. Thanks, you guys. One hundo.